New Vision is a church that places high value on Scripture. The Bible is made up of 66 books, and in this next portion, we're going to be going through a few of those books as a church family. We hope this tool encourages you and equips you to lead your life well. Thank you for joining us today. Hello, welcome to day five of our reading plan. I am Nikki Tig. I serve with the student ministry team. Today I am reading Exodus chapter three, verses 11 through 22. I am reading from the New Living Translation. But Moses protested to God, who am I to appear before Pharaoh? Who am I to lead the people of Israel out of Egypt? God answered, I will be with you. And this is your sign that I am the one who sent you. When you have brought the people out of Egypt, you will worship God at this very mountain. But Moses protested, If I go to the people of Israel and tell them, The God of your ancestors has sent me to you, they will ask me, What is his name? Then what should I tell them? God replied to Moses, I am who I am. Say this to the people of Israel. I am has sent me to you. God also said to Moses, Say this to the people of Israel, Yahweh, the God of your ancestors, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob has sent me to you. This is my eternal name, my name to remember for all generations. Now go and call together all the Israel, all the elders of Israel. Tell them, Yahweh, the God of your ancestors, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob has appeared to me. He told me, I've been watching closely, and I see how the Egyptians are treating you. I've promised to rescue you from your oppression in Egypt. I will lead you to a land flowing with milk and honey, where the Canaanites, Hittites, Amorites, Perizzites, Hivites, and Jebusites now live. The elders of Israel will accept your message. Then you and the elders must go to the king of Egypt and tell him, The Lord, the God of the Hebrews, has met with us. So please let us take a three-day journey into the wilderness to offer sacrifices to the Lord our God. But I know that the king of Egypt will not let you go unless a mighty hand forces him. So I will raise my hand and strike the Egyptians, performing all kinds of miracles among them. Then at last he will let you go. And I will cause the Egyptians to look favorably on you. They will give you gifts when you go, so you will not leave empty-handed. Every Israelite woman will ask for articles of silver and gold and fine clothing from her Egyptian neighbors and from the foreign women in their houses. You will dress your sons and daughters with these, stripping the Egyptians of their wealth." That's a lot. It's so crazy because this whole passage just blows me away. It's a lot because it starts, it begins with Moses uh, talking to God who is in a burning bush (laughs) and it ends with a plan to rescue the Israelites and them receiving favor from the very people who are oppressing them. There's so much that happens in these verses. It's so full of truth, and the passage just shows us the character of God. And um, one way we learn about God, how do we even learn about God, is by reading His Word. So today, I'm just inviting you guys into my quiet time, and I'm going to share my thoughts on this passage the way I do it in my personal quiet time. 
And I know that we, like I said, we learn about God from his word. So uh, based on the passage that we just heard, I'm going to just repeat what God shared with Moses. Like I said, this is just kind of the way I do it in my quiet time. Just literally, I take a piece of paper, write God on one side and me on the other. And I learn what I learn about God, what I learn about me. But um, for this, I'll just say, just repeating what God shared with Moses. He starts off in this passage just saying, I will be with you. And he also tells Moses, I'm going to give you a sign, or he he tells him of the sign he's going to give. He also shares his name. I am who I am. He says, I am the God of your ancestors. This is my eternal name to remember for all generations. Now go and call the elders together. God says, I've been watching closely. I see they are being oppressed. He sees the Israelites are being oppressed, and he promises to rescue them. The elders, he tells Moses, the elders will accept your message. I will lead you into a new land. Now go to the king of Egypt. Tell him you need a three-day journey to offer sacrifices to your God. God shares. He already knew Pharaoh would not let them go unless a mighty hand forced him. So knowing that, he already tells Moses, I have a plan. Um, you know, I told him that he would strike them down. I'm going to perform miracles so that at last he will let the Israelites go, which kind of speaks to this may go on for a little bit for him to say at last. And he says, um, go and I will cause the Israel, the Egyptians to look favorably on you. So I just, I don't know, it's kind of blown away when I read through all the things. Just I love that passage because God did most of the talking here. So it's just really cool to see what he has to say. He's saying, I'll be with you. I'm giving you a sign. This is my name. I've watched closely. I see the oppression. I have a promise to rescue you. I'm going to lead uh, my people into a new land. Just all of these things. So it's really um, just cool to, to see how God shared with Moses. So in this passage, God did most of the talking and Moses simply had questions. His response was just questions through this time. So Moses said very little, but he also said so much. I get Moses. I get Moses. So even though I just read this long list that God has, that he's, he has this plan that he's telling Moses, Moses just had questions. His first question is, who am I to appear before Pharaoh. So Moses is thinking, you are asking me to do something that is so much bigger than me. How am I supposed to do this great thing? This is a huge job. And you think I can do it? You know, that's just, I, I get it. He's just like, who am I to appear before Pharaoh to do this big thing? And if I'm honest, I've had quiet moments with God where I felt the same way, where he's asked me to do something big. And I'm thinking, what? You want me to do what? And maybe you felt the same way. Maybe you've had this, this assignment that you feel like is too big. Maybe you've had that moment, that nudge from God, and you're like, you want me to lead a Bible study with friends? You want me to share the gospel with a coworker? Wait, you want me to forgive my coworker? You know, just all of these things that can feel just bigger than us in our ability. So um, the great thing about Moses' question here is who am I to appear before Pharaoh? The best thing about his question is God's answer. And God says, I will be with you. And that's it. It's just like God points to his strength and his ability, not Moses. He's not saying, Moses, you know, you're going to do all this. He just tells him, I'm with you. 
I'm with you. And it's just a reminder for us. It's a reminder for me that God's carrying the load and we just need to be obedient. That's just our um, response to that. His next question is, who am I to lead the people out of Egypt? So it's really funny that God says, here's your sign. I'm giving you a sign. And it's crazy that the sign is you'll worship at this very mountain. So once you do it, so it's just funny that the sign comes after obedience. God doesn't say, tomorrow I'm going to do this or that to give you a sign. I mean, the sign is, hello, you're talking to a burning bush. That's God. But God just looked into the future, not just at the present. So he spoke of what would happen to Moses, but this was only after Moses already obedient. So um, the next question he asked him is, what is your name? Oh, now this one is just, his. honestly, God's response boggled my mind for a long time, but he asked God his name. And what I found interesting was that he didn't ask because he wanted to know. It doesn't appear that he asked because he wanted to know for himself. He wanted to be able to give an answer to other people. And sometimes, I mean, I kind of, it leads me to believe that he may be worried about what other people would think. And I think we can all relate to that. So again, I definitely understand Moses in this situation. Um, he, he, it does seem like he responds with doubt and insecurity, but God has an answer for everything. And for his question on what is your name, God responds in verse 14, I am who I am. And I tell you what, I was really confused by what that meant for a long time. I mean, I believe God, I believe the word, but I didn't really understand that. So for me, I ended up just kind of shrinking God down to where I could understand him. And maybe um, many of us do that. I think we kind of shrink him down and often we just kind of put him in a box. And maybe we, you know, think of God as the God we pray to before meals or sometimes before bed or to have a good day. (laughs) And definitely we pray when something bad happens. But the truth is God is so much more than we realize. He does not fit in a box. And he can't be defined when he says, I am who I am, that he's just so much more than we realize. He's so much more. So um, my, I can't say definition, but what I have grown to learn over time is when he says, I am, and just thinking about what does that mean? He's whatever we need him to be. He's everything we need him to be. To the college student who needs a friend, he says, I am your friend. To the mama who is tired, he says, I am your strength. To someone who feels like no one hears me, no one understands me, he says, I am listening. To the husband who feels lost, he says, I am the way. To the single woman who needs advice, he says, I am your counselor. Maybe there's a grandmother struggling with sadness and he says, I am your joy. Many of us during this season, especially, are feeling a little overwhelmed, and he responds with, I am able. And there are so many people I know that may be listening, and I've had this struggle myself who maybe don't have a, a strong relationship with their father or who've lost your father. And he responds with, I am your father. And I just love this verse. I love verse 14 when he says, I am who I am. He is so much bigger than we realize. 
and we tend to shrink him down to our size, but he's just so much bigger. He's everything that we need. He doesn't get tired. God doesn't go to sleep. He doesn't get old. He says, I am, not I was. He's in our present. He's with us right now. And he's just so much more than we realize. So I pray that um, you are encouraged to spend more time learning about the name of God and just pressing into that. When he says, I am who I am, just pressing into that and who um, you need him to be for you right now. And uh, just want to encourage you that he is a God who cares. He's a God who loves, who's loyal, who has a plan, and he knows more information than you can find on Google. He is above everything. He is our God, and he's for you. He's with you. He is I am. Again, thank you so much for joining us. We'll see you Monday.